I'd like to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where each and every day I bring on new business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at Ask Adam Torres. Keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, moneymatterstoptips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have Richard Walsh on the line. He's the Chief Revenue Officer over at AMP Recover. Uh, Rich, welcome to the show. Thank you, Adam. Appreciate it. Look forward to uh, contributing to the show. So, Rich, I'm excited to get more into AMP Recover and uh, how you're using leverage, how you're leveraging data to improve patient outcomes. But before we do that, let's get a little bit more into your background. So, how did you get started in your career and in business? I had, Adam, the good fortunes of a mother that was uh, fixated on healthcare uh, through her career, and she. Uh, allowed me to understand that healthcare is recession-proof and that if I got involved, I would be uh, happy, healthy, and whole in terms of a career. And uh, since uh, that time, I have been working for healthcare for 25-plus years in three very large megatrends uh, and uh, have seen a lot of movement in the American health system and uh, haven't left it since and am enjoying it every day. That's awesome. So there's, you know, I love that you the, you use the word trends um, because there's just so many things going on in healthcare. If you were talking to some of those, those young entrepreneurs or even those young medical professionals that are coming out and maybe have a little bit of an entrepreneurial bent um, and, 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 and kind of just put it on their radar of some interesting things to look in or pursue further, what kind of trends do you think are interesting for the, the new group coming up? Oh, it's a fantastic question. I, I think the the old trends, which are still relative, uh, have mm -hmm. been the, the electronic medical record, the digitization of the physician chart to be an electronic chart, uh, health interoperability, data liquidity, uh, moving these uh, data silos and connecting these data silos and creating data quality, uh, and then most recently, population health management, uh, data analytics, and BI. So uh, all of those stay present, uh, electronic records, interoperability, and population health management, but we're seeing more refinement in the industry. We're seeing more focus on um, taking that data, looking at uh, machine learning, uh, artificial intelligence, uh, very hot uh, trend. I think payment redesign is a hot trend to look into. Uh, no longer are we paying out on volume, but we're paying out on value. Uh, I think digital health is another area. We're looking at the consumers and their expectations. They've been used to the phone in terms of banking and airlines and hospitality and food and so they're looking closely at their uh, their cell phone for health uh, reasoning uh, so I, I think the young people that are coming into healthcare uh, have a fabulous opportunity uh, unfortunately American way is still uh, access and uh, eat large uh, eat fast food consume uh, so we do have crisis uh, along the lines of chronic disease uh, with diabetes and obesity and COPD and coronary artery disease. So uh, the chronic diseases are there. The technologies are there. Uh, it is now about engaging patients and making sure that we're uh, moving them towards quality outcomes. So plenty of opportunity for young people in healthcare, uh, and I would think um, they could navigate the system accordingly in many, many different directions. That's awesome. 
Um, let's switch it up a bit, Rich. I want to get more into what you're doing over at uh, Amp Recover. So first, uh, give us a little bit of an overview of the company, please. So Amp Recover was really born uh, differently. We were born out of the Sochi Olympics uh, in 2014 uh, through a pain. The pain point was a lot of athletes were getting themselves uh, to Colorado Springs to perform workouts and exercise routines and ensure that they had the highest peak performance uh, and they were getting there with their trainers and therapists and coaches, uh, but they didn't have a way in 2014 to stay connected and communicated and somewhat digitized around exercise activity, therapy activity. And what we did is we provided a platform, a digital platform, where we could have these athletes and these therapists and these uh, coaches stay communicated when they left Colorado Springs. What transpired was that one of the athletes fell ill, uh, or injured, I should say. They entered the health system. When they entered the health system, uh, the physical therapist in the health environment said, what do you have there in your hand? What are you using? That athlete mentioned the fact that they stay digitized and communicated with their therapies through this mobile app called Amp Sport. And that physical therapist had the insight to say, wow, I could use this because when I discharge from surgery, I see a lot of destination care patients and I lose control. I lose uh, the integrity, the uh, autonomy of that uh, episode of care. And if I could stay connected and get some patient-reported outcomes, and if I could digitize my therapies and be alerted and kind of have some of these protocols be standardized, I could really provide a more efficient uh, environment. And so what's transpired is we've pivoted lightly into the healthcare sector, and all the rage now is injury prevention, uh, all the rage is all around bundles and risk reimbursement and capturing that episode of care and making sure that we have patient engagement, compliance, adherence, follow through. And those doctors are looking at, you know, these patients as referral engines, uh, consumers, and they know they need to get in a digitized experience. So we really fall in the lines of digital health, a health intelligence platform, digital enablement, and we're now anchored into some of the top sports medicines orthopedic and physical therapy uh, environments in the country. Wow, I mean, that's, that's hugely fascinating the way that it's come about and the way it's developing. And I'm thinking about, you know, when you hit all these different areas, orthopedics, sports medicine, um, rehab, um, these are all big, big pain points. Um, and and kind of adding that, that, data, that data component to it becomes interesting. And I've just come, and the more and more people I bring in the podcast that I interview in those spaces, um, it just blows my mind. Um, what do you think is, is, is next? So meaning in, in innovation and in, in that field. I'm just curious. Uh, it's a great question, Adam. I think the first, you know, logical step is to digitize these environments and bring mm. the consumer uh, to the forefront of connectivity through, you know, the, the mobile health uh, device. So instead mm. of passing out a three-ring binder of stick figures, um, put an app on the phone that basically shows the videos uh, put mm -hmm. the questions on the phone so that patient can feel engaged daily, not every two or three weeks in their therapy, but daily talking about their pain scores, their range of motions. I, I think mm -hmm. digitization is first. I think second, once we digitize, we now understand that we've collected data and we have business intelligence and we can refine protocols. We can look at the efficacy of protocols. We can start to predict on how we're delivering care. So the data becomes powerful in terms of business intelligence. I think where the puck is going to slide to is the leveraging of outcomes. If Dr. Adam now has 
outcomes that he or she can prove to the community that your standard of care, your consumerism, your patient engagement, your ability to navigate and transform a, a episode of care to the highest of levels becomes very powerful. So I, what I think we're going to see is those provider organizations coming to bear with data and outcomes, uh, which is going to elevate their status. And it'll be hard to compete against somebody that has what we'd say leverageable outcomes that are of the highest uh, quality, that are cost sensitive, uh, and they become very transparent to that new economy consumer who basically is looking for access and flexibility very quickly, and they want it uh, very promptly on their devices. So really exciting times. But we're going to add in sensors and biometrics. That's all coming down the uh, the road in terms of bringing in uh, various important data. And then I think what you're going to see is the, uh, the movement towards prevention uh, and wellness. We're already seeing people come to us from direct uh, self-insured self-employers that are saying, I've got overhead working employees and the cost of a, uh, a shoulder injury in terms of uh, uh, employee absence is, is really, you know, stressful on the organization. This is our bottom line. Uh, ski uh, uh, patrol people out on the slopes when they lose a knee and they lose an employee to that. This, this is tough. So uh, we're going to see prevention uh, slide into the uh, equation very quickly. And then we're also going to see the high-performing athletes start to uh, look at these type of therapies and these protocols and these workflows uh, to get them psychologically, physically, mentally, emotionally back quicker as they have that engagement through these digital therapies and this digital attention. Oh, that's awesome. You get, you get me all excited and fired up for what's coming next, Rich. I love it. This is exciting stuff. Um, it's a fun, I know, it's a fun I, time. Well, I know what it means. It just means better outcomes for patients. It means better outcomes for all of us. I mean, the more the more that intelligent people like yourself are out here working on these problems, um, the the more um, hopeful I am to age well. <laughs> I mean, just yeah, being honest, yeah, we're all we're all, yeah. we're all concerned about ourselves at the end of the day. To you know, our health our health is number one. So, like solving these problems just increase the quality of living for everyone. And then one day hey, look, we look, look back we, and say, was there ever a time we didn't have this? Right. Absolutely. We're, we're putting in more knees and more hips and more joints and total replacements. And the surgeons That's are right. doing a fabulous, fabulous job. We just got to basically assure that we protect the surgeon's jobs and, and mm-hmm. make sure that we adhere to the patient experience. That's awesome. So, Rich, if somebody's listening to this and they want to learn more about Amp Recover or to connect, what's the best way for them to do it? Oh, uh, Amp Recover, uh, www.amprecover.com. Uh, Rich Walsh on LinkedIn. Uh, all of the above, and look, our our motto is uh, let's earn your tr- let's uh, let's earn the trust, and that comes through communication, collaboration, understandings, uh, and fitting. So, um, yeah, by all means, if we can uh, talk in these environments and share what we're seeing in the uh, market, we're glad to do so. So, www.amprecover.com uh, or rich at amprecover.com as well. Fantastic. Well, hey, Rich, really appreciate you coming on the show today and sharing more about your background and what you're seeing in the in trends in, in, uh, in the medical industry. And to uh, the audience, I hope you got a lot of value out of this. If you did, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, leave me a review, do all those great things we do to support our podcasters. I really do appreciate it. And now, uh, Rich, thanks again for coming on the show. Likewise. Appreciate what you're doing, Adam. Have a great day. Thank you.